Jack Michael Show on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. To phone in, call 237-3767, 1-888-458-6926, or you can text short code to 35270. This ain't a song for the broken hearted. Infield group, you know, you start, you look around the infield, and you think about Royce, obviously at third. Carlos, you know, come back at shortstop. We knew Polo and Eddie could both play some second. Obviously, Alex finished the year will dig up at first, and and we're excited about what Miranda looks like right now coming back. Another part of the infield mix. Then you have Kyle Farmer. Then you have Willie Castro. Right, start thinking about prospects that could help us along the way, like Brooks. to Starsevic into Peraza. He loves that paint. Look at the shot. Back! And with one hand, Peraza rose up and he threw it down. Holy cow! Peraza with authority. You, you take stuff from every spot that you've been at, whether that's been as a player or as a coach. And, um, you know, and, and I've, I've learned through the years from many, many coaches from Division Three. Uh, all the way to Division One, the the best coaches are able to describe things and teach things to uh, the players, and and it's all to try and help the the student athlete be the best player that he can be. In the hands of Grenbeth and a wild shot wide out. Everything is coming up, Liza. Twenty-eight for Grenbeth. Just here to see Liza. You know, I am just so grateful to play on this team. We have so many talented girls, and you know, any night someone could have the hot hand. And you know, it's all just open looks for my teammates. And I've just never played with a team where I feel so um, close. You know, I'm playing with some of my best friends, so it's really fun. Sixty-three forty, Kindred leading back door alley up and a two-handed dunk on an alley Peraza rose up and threw it down hard. That's what we've been struggling with, and um, you know Anthony did a really good job of picking his spots, trusting his teammates, you know playing clean and quick, getting downhill, putting the pressure on him, and you know we 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 really did a good job of finishing this game, which we hadn't been doing. So hopefully it's a good step, and we can build on that part of it. Drives, Nola pass on the right wing. That sets up a three by Hoyme. Hoyme, Hoyme. He's got half a dozen, and the lead is 20 for Kendrick. I'm on It's a peak of the week. KNFL, 740 The Fan, the region's number one sports station. And thank you. Good to have you on board today. I want to thank Kendrick and Northern Cast, Derek. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know when you're, t- everybody has a tired day or a tired week and then you, you get your second wind. So usually a Tuesday into a Wednesday is kind of my, the weekend catches up with me maybe on Tuesday and you're like, Pfft. and then Wednesday you surge through and then you hopefully you catch your second wind, you know, Thursday, Friday. So when I do games on Tuesday nights, <laughs> it's like, but I hope these are really entertaining, you know, entertaining right. and kind of get your juices flowing because the day can get a little long. You start really early. I start. Pretty early and right after that, yeah. Right, you know, 
So last night I slept. I, I thought, well, I can stay in our parking lot here in our studios, uh, South Fargo, and then rest for an hour, drive to the Palace on the Prairie, Northern Cass, and 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 you know, and then pop in and do a game. Or I can zip to Northern Cass, rest in the parking lot at Northern Cass, go in and do two games, which I did the latter, which was kind of nice. I sat back, listened to Bumper to Bumper, and I was resting in that. And then you're just open for games. And I'll tell you, well, you had poor Northern Cass. They picked the wrong time to play Kindred. Because, That's true. Holy cow. But there were a lot of highlights and up-tempo and shots. You heard the boys game. There were a lot of dunks and alley-oops. And it's just – so I was driving along going – Huh, that gave me a little. That, it gave me a little little energy right there last night. So thank you to Kindred and other cast for providing some some good stuff. And I'm glad by, uh, the fan, as we say, we cover a lot of sports on every side of the river. Well, every side, I guess, both sides would be the way to properly put that there. But yeah, both sides of the river, and uh, and and we had uh, we had a little bit of that last night. So it's uh, pretty good athletes on the floor from when I was listening. Yeah, to golly, uh, yeah. the uh, the old uh, the old Dunkaroo. Um, you know, it's funny, and I, and someone can tell me if this is wrong or not, but I believe when we use the old peach baskets, and yeah. contrary to popular opinion, I wasn't around, Derek, you weren't around, but when the old peach baskets, they elevated the, the, the peach basket to 10 feet, and I don't know if this was a Naismith uh, rule or not, but they put it at 10 feet using a peach basket. Why? So nobody could just run up and stuff it in. <laughs> and now, of course... Times have changed. Best parts of the game. Times have changed. Now, now they put a hole in the in the in the thing, and then you can shoot it through, and you can run up and and, and dunk it in. But yeah, that was uh, that was a uh, crazy stuff last night. A lot of a lot of dunking going on, and there were it was Tuesday, so there was just so much, so many sports out there. Your, your Trojans were successful last night uh, in in two A basketball. I saw South Boys and, and Cheyenne. Went toe-to-toe in West Fargo, and Cheyenne got the better of South, and South's playing really well. And on the ice last night, you know, I had some good hockey, uh, both boys and girls. And I should say this, kind of excited, excited for today, but excited for tomorrow. I just confirmed a couple of guests for tomorrow on the show. Uh, one is a guy named Ryan Kraft. Familiar with that name? I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, pretty good hockey guy. Uh, coaches the more, to say. Yeah, coaches the Moorhead Spud Girls. The uh, Spud Girls are, uh, I'm going to get this right, 21-2-1, 21-2-1. As the great 90s band Limp Biscuit used to say, they keep rolling, 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 right? They keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, Early 2000s, maybe I should say. They have Gentry on their final regular season game, I believe, Saturday. And then, you know, so it could be a a really special year. Uh, It already is for the Moorhead Spuds. And on top of not just Ryan Kraft, one of – one of the players is going to join us, and I think we have confirmed uh, the uh, Kate Kosabud, who's heading to Minnesota to skate for oh. the Gophers. So we've got not only Ryan, we've got one of the uh, the, the performers there coming up on tomorrow's show on uh, on that. So I'm kind of get a little hockeyed up a little bit tomorrow with with Spuds highlighting that. Uh, to get involved in the show, it's a number of different ways at at three five two seven zero. That's the text number. It's a two way street. You can text in uh, opinions, thoughts, answer, many things we throw out today that way at 35270. Or you can simply phone 237-3767. Hey, Jack. Hey, Derek. Guess what I saw? You know, anyway, 237-3767. Or we have a toll-free number, 888-458-6926. It's a Wednesday edition. Todd Rowe coming up a little bit later on. You know, this. I don't even see what the temp is, Derek. Is, do, have we hit a record yet? I is haven't. Uh, let me look here quick. 
50 some today. I think we're going to break a record today in the Metro. Yeah. Which is good. I, Rap, Rapid City it's South. It's sunny in 45. Oh, we're not there yet, then. We're going to get there, though. Okay. You can feel it warming up as you're going along here. I mean, we're just sitting right at noon here. It's I, I, about I, 2 o'clock, and then look I, at the big 5 0. I saw Rapid City, Western Sodak there was 60 and change. Yeah. I mean, it's like. Well, well that can happen in any and, year. That's there. the banana belt yeah. of the. Uh, yeah. Being from Western North Dakota, at times you can see that little zoom, but even more so as you're right yeah. in, in that area. I, I got a question, and it's something. <laughs> Relating to what I just pulled out of the fridge here in our studios. I'll explain in a moment. Uh, Todd Rowe joining us today. Looking ahead even further, a lot of things happening in the Fargo-Moorhead-West Fargo area in the Summer Central Plains Region Tournament. A lot of things happening in West Fargo. And I wanted to get Todd on to explain the preparation for that. Uh, so excited about that. I've got, uh, I'll be emceeing the Fargo Post 2 Legion Banquet here coming up oh, in February. I think 18th, that's coming, a Hall of Fame banquet. That's always fun, but yeah, oh, it's an unbelievable event. Oh, yep. it's it's terrific. You know, Jim Peterson, my late co- dear friend and coach, you know, Pete and George Ellis and that group, they put a good show. Now the batons kind of passed a little bit. Ryan Peralt uh, heads up with the board of that and, oh, and nice. a bunch of other. But yeah, so RP is is doing that. Uh, we mentioned uh, the the Dragons picked up two more wins last night. Good for them. The Cobbers are in action today, and I'm toying with zipping over to watch a little Cobber basketball today. Mm. Got St. Mary's plus Wednesday. The concessions are pretty good. Hot dogs are huge. The um, they're really good. So if you're gonna do that, you don't go to that. And then tomorrow night, it's in in college hoops in the Summit League. It's the Battle of the Dakotas, NDSU and South Dakota State, UND and South Dakota. So the Bison women are at home. The Bison men are on the road. The UND men are on the road. The UND women are at home. But this is the week of the Sodak schools, and then NDSU and UND will play on Saturday. Literally, Derek, it is one of those weeks where your challenge comes Thursday massively, and then there's a little more at stake on Saturday because of the history with the program. So, uh, like I said, thank you, Northern Cats and Kindred, because well, I was going to say, win. well, thank you for local events like that, because I always look like it for a wrestling tournament or whatever, because yeah. this nationally, especially Sunday, is the worst weekend in sports Outside, I mean, I can't think of another bad weekend in sports because we're jonesing for football. The Pro Bowl isn't real football. It's, you know, even more so now than ever. I mean, this is just kind of the worst week because it's the calm before the storm for both of the winter sports, right? Right. And so I just, this is my least favorite weekend. It's why I think the United Football League should be in full force and in, really in this time, feature yeah. this weekend because we're jonesing for football. Instead, we're seeing commercials that, ooh, it's going to happen March 30th. Well, sorry, it's 50 degrees now. You think I'm going to sit around if it's going to remain nice? And Sunday, you're going to be yeah. doing yard work. Well, exactly. I, I see green grass around there. So, I don't know. I, what, what's going to whet my appetite Sunday? I guess that's the question. I think the T-Wolves play, but it, it's just that's the one thing that I always think yeah. about this weekend because this off weekend between the Super Bowl and the AFC-NFC Championship games is always the worst for me. We'll get our uh, Coming up, we'll get our Wicked Willies uh, uh, Wednesday, Wicked Willies Wednesday call here coming up and chat with Dave Keller. Uh, Wicked Willies, if you're not familiar with Wicked Willies, that is the uh, steam, uh, seafood steam pots to go. So we'll see if we can't connect with Dave. We have Dave. some of that with the Pro Bowl. This <laughs> can't Sunday. connect with yeah, Dave Keller. There you get Dave on here for his Wicked Willies Wednesday call. Uh, he can let you know how you can eat. And it's it's funny because my text club question of the day has a little something to do uh, with that too. So we'll see if if, if Dave is available, and uh, we'll get our Wicked Willie uh, call in. A couple other house cleaning notes. We'll dive headfirst into this: the NBA draft 
is uh, it was announced is is going into a, a two night event in New York. So what mm-hmm. we learned draft split into first and second rounds on successive nights, June twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Uh, the first round will remain at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, and the second round moving to ESPN's Seaport District Studios in Lower Manhattan. That's what we're finding out there. They're going to formalize that agreement. The first round will continue to have five minutes between picks. And the second round will expand from two minutes to four minutes. So that is uh, that's, uh, what you know. Well, you got to watch both nights because the guy that your team might have drafted the first night might be on another team the next night. That's right. Unlike the NFL where that's only happened once. And I think once we started involving ping pong balls, it got confusing. Yeah. <laughs> or the frozen envelope, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, uh, all of that stuff. Conspiracy theory. But yeah. it comes down to those two letters and you open up the envelope and, and all that. So that that's uh, that's coming out. And the Baltimore Orioles, you saw this where, and I got to want to make sure what the numbers are in this, but it looks like uh, they are going to be sold for. I think I know it starts with B. One point seven. I want to say. Let me get it. Yeah, Yeah. one point seven two five billion dollars. So the uh, John Angelos has agreed to sell the. Baltimore Orioles and the Orioles, and boy, I, I I know a few. My man Scotty may be tuning in here. You know the Orioles, a team. When you look back, you never looked at the Orioles, at least in recent years, of like, oh, they're matching the salary payroll of of the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Mets and all these other. Uh, not that it's like they've had to do with less and build from within. It's why they became a really good story last season. The Baltimore Orioles. But it looks like Angelos has agreed to sell it to a, a group led by the Carlisle Group, David Rubenstein, the co-founder, $1.725 billion. Uh, Rubenstein, who's from Baltimore, will take over as the team's controlling owner. Um, he had invented uh, or assembled an investment team uh, with, with other Major League Baseball's got to approve the sale. Owners are scheduled to meet next week in Orlando. Of course, that's not in common right before the uh, you know spring training getting underway, and uh, and we'll see what that that happens. Seventy five percent is what they need by the thirty major league teams to uh, to approve this, uh, and uh, these usually take a little while. It's not like it, you're selling a piece of uh, gum to somebody and you just here's the offer and buy it. It takes a while to. But the Ori- the Angelos family's been in control of the Orioles since 1993. I remember Peter Angelos purchased the team. Get a little of this, Derek, and I know you love numbers because you you might reference a Red McCombs or you might reference you know something like that. Uh, Peter Angelos purchased the team in '93 for 173 million dollars, and they are about to sell it for 1.725 billion dollars. '93, I know it, it, it's a while. I mean, it's, it's decades, but it doesn't seem that long ago. No. Right? I mean, 93 doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah, when you're adding zeros like that, that's a whole different level, right? So Yeah. That's amazing. And, well, it just goes to show you what, uh, you know, the investments can be for you. That's why they, you know, the poll ads forever, they just paid the interest on it. They never really paid back the actual principal loan and the loan for the twins. Right. And you see why, because yeah. it just goes up in value. It's crazy. Uh, inside Twins, uh, coming up, we'll hear more. Speaking of which... Uh, you're starting to hear a little bit more. You heard on Inside Twins. You're starting to hear more of, of, of Derek Falvey talking about the trade. 
and that has been the topic of conversation. Now, the other one, there, there are two ways to go with the with Twins talk this year, and, and one is, you know, the team, something like Derek and I were chatting about yesterday, and we were diving headfirst into the lineup and everything, if healthy, Buxton and so on and so forth. Now the trade, and Polanco's now in Seattle, and you got some pitching, got some prospects, maybe fortified potentially some of the bullpen, maybe a guy that could push uh, a rotation, Andy Scalfani, um, so on and so forth. The other is the Valley situation. And the other is is it. it's to a point now, radio's free. It's to a point now right. where the second it's brought up in on social media, Derek, I, I, all I do is see the responses. And it's just... It's a bad. It's just. It's just. It's ugly and drawn out, and there's a bad feeling about the whole thing. And I was seeing the latest, some of the latest reports out there. And I think the Athletic has come out with some, some stories on this too regarding Bally's and the Twins. And there's a few things if you read some of the things that might be coming into light more. You know, Amazon Prime. You know, again, I don't know if they were exactly like Superman coming in with a cape to save the day, but. They're flying in and doing some things. It says Minnesota likely be on Bally's for 2024. Some of the uh, the proposed deal here projected to uh, not for the full amount, but 15 to $20 million less than the 23 revenues, which leads you to start thinking that it, uh, perhaps Bally's will not have streaming, lights, uh, streaming rights. MLB could possibly have that. Um, and would allow it in the market. Um, payroll flexibility. You know, if you if you get a deal done, so might, you might have some cash to work with. Maybe you'll have some flexibility. Because that's right now, Derek, kind of handcuffing, is that the word to use? I don't know. I mean, it, 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 well, it's tough when you're owed $40 million right. in your bottom line. I don't care if you're a billion dollar in industry or not. That's, that's a lot. It's a lot of cash. I don't, I mean, but the, I think the thing is, you know, to like Dan Brero's point or whatever, they're going to get some money. So that, that's they're going to get some. Yeah. And I, what's kind of frustrating about it is if, if Bezos wanted to just go and buy this up, he could tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. He has the money to do it. So I think that they should do it. And it does show you. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Does this happen in the NFL? I mean, I, I mean, no, because they take care of their national thing and that they pull it together. And I think it's a huge reason why they have become number one with the bull at the past 35 years because well, they got this nailed where you're having this issue in the other three sports because of these regional sports networks, and it shouldn't be that way. And if Rob Manford had a spine as a commissioner, he would take care of this because it's crucial well, to his, I think, well-being of the sport, to be honest with you. But as Patrick Royce says, he doesn't love baseball enough. Salary structure. You got to take this over, I'm sorry. <laughs> right? And and I get it. And I get it. Salary structures have been different in various leagues. They're different. Not everyone is a uniform salary structured league. You know. You know. You you could. You can't. If you go over baseball came out years ago. You go over the cap. You get. You have to pay a, a luxury tax. And you know that got dispersed. I think with other teams and certainly those middle market teams, and the argument was, well, okay, teams like, when you use terms like the Expos, which now moved on, obviously, but you're saying, okay, great, so all these high-paying payroll teams are, are getting uh, their, their luxury taxed, and then those additional dollars being distributed to other Major League Baseball teams 
And then the argument was those teams that were getting those dollars from those tax teams, Derek, weren't using them oh, to a, fortify their 100%. own club, right? Yeah, I mean, they talk so much about a luxury tax and a you know, a ceiling, but they need a floor too. And that's always that's, been an issue. There you go. Uh, so we'll get into 100%. that. We'll yep. get into uh, more of that today. So busy Wednesday show for you. As I mentioned, our Wicked Willie's Wednesday call. My man Dave is locked in today. And uh, there's so much going on, not to mention Super Bowl in a couple weeks. How easy would it be to order a steam pot to go and you lay out to your Super Bowl party or several steam pots and say, look, I took care of the food Enjoy the succulent steam crab and all that. Uh, David, what's on the docket? What are we What are we cooking over there at Wicked Willie's? Well, believe it or not, we got steam pots to go here at <laughs> Wicked Willie's. Jack, imagine that. It's uh, no, hey, you just you just laid it all out there. Super Bowl is coming up in a couple weeks here, and it's going to be a great game. And what's going to make it even better is enjoying some uh, Wick, uh, Wicked Willie's seafood steam steam pots. They're they're wonderful. They're easy. And they're so impressive. Your friends are going to say, hey, Jack, how'd you do this? And, you, and then you're going to make up some story yeah, right. about how yeah. hard it was yeah, right. and uh, how you slaved over it. <laughs> and, and, and the truth of the matter is, which is only you are going to know, is that it only took about 30 minutes to make a spectacular Seafood, uh, I just can't let them see it and see me bring the pot, the steam pot in through the door, you know. And then if I can hide that, <laughs> then I can still sell the fact that I slaved over it and all that. And where you think, you know, the, the, the what you get, and you could talk about the very steam pots uh, that you had there, David. Wicked Willies, and by the way, if it's not uh, if it's not really good, it's not really good, as we say at Wicked Willies, and we'll tell you how to right. get a hold of that thing. But but what you have there. It just seemed like a domino effect of taste where one complements another. I'm curious with you, Dave, being obviously the lover of food that, that you are and you're serving the public here, but it, how do you do you do the shrimp first and, and then do you have a little bit of the crab and then do you take a bite of the sweet corn and then that and, and do the, the sausage? How do, you, how do you like What's your game plan? Okay, my game plan when I take plan tackle this is i always go for the lobster first you always go for the lobster because that turns into the wrestling match who who gets the lobster and if you're smart you order one per person because that way there's harmony in the home and everybody everybody gets their their piece then what i do is i go to the crab the crab is sweet it's succulent it's unbelievable and then i look and and okay now this is going to be a family secret i'm going to share with you no while I'm while I'm scooping out of the, the serving tray, I kind of shove the scallops off to the side, mm. not not to because I don't like scallops. I love them, but I'm hiding them from from my from my kids. It's <laughs> a great call. So that's a pro move. Oh, that's it's a pro hilarious. Move. Oh, man. It, you know, and and uh, you know, I love my kids. I like. I really love scallops. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do that, and yeah. then. And then I get to the shrimp because that's, of course, absolutely delicious as well. And I, I also I've got a I got a husband move I got to tell you about. All right. I, I I always order mussels because my wife, my beautiful bride, she absolutely loves mussels. Yeah. You know, mussels beyond the ones that I have. Right, right beyond she, your frame. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But she likes those succulent mussels, and I always have them in there. And it's it, 
you know what they say, happy wife, happy life. So I always order the muscles. In <laughs> now that's a game plan. See, if the offensive coordinators of, of the of Kansas City and San Francisco come into the Super Bowl with that game plan, I they, like it. they're going to put themselves in a spot to win. Uh, those of you just joining us uh, on 740 The Fan, that's Dave Keller, Wicked Willies. The only thing left to do is tell the folks how to get a hold of their steam pots. You've got various... Uh, pots to go uh, with very different meal, different sizes, different amounts, and all that. So, what's that game plan? How do people contact Wicked Willies to get that steam pot to go? The easiest way to do it is go to wickedwillies.com, uh, Google it, Wicked Willies Steam Pot, and uh, order online. We'll have it ready for you in 10, 15 minutes, depending upon what you order. You can order way ahead. So, if you're thinking about doing this for your Super Bowl event, please do us a favor. Order ahead of time. That way we can make sure we got it ready for you and, and everything is all set. You walk in, you pick it up, you leave with the biggest smile on your face. And, and you, when you when you serve it to your friends, family, relatives, loved ones, uh, they're going to they're gonna say, man, I can't believe you did this. This is so wonderful. Yeah, so, you're going to win the party. You're going to win the night. And they're going to say it's yeah. willy good. It's willy good. If yeah. it's not willy good... <laughs> It's not really good. You know, and Valentine's Day is coming up, and nothing says oh, love man. more than, and I'm sure Dave does this, and, and, and they each grab a, a crab leg there, and then they, they wrap their hands, their arms around each other, you know, and then you you, you see that, the intertwined uh, crab. Yeah. It's a seafood version of Lady on a Tramp <laughs> is what it. you're trying to picture there. <laughs> it is that. David, uh, <laughs> thanks for the Wednesday. See, now Derek and I are both extremely hungry, and hopefully everybody I else know. is too. Every time we do this every Wednesday, Dave. Oh, my oh. goodness. Oh. I want shrimp right now. Uh, all right. There en- you go. En- enjoy your muscles and everything else, Dave. We're going to send some <laughs> folks over to Wicked Willie's. All right, thanks. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you, sir. That's our Wicked Willie's Wednesday call. That's a lot of W's involved in that. Yeah, it's pretty good. It yeah. is. It, it Actually, Derek, you know, we have fun with this, and it's great, and it's a great new sponsor, but uh, it really is good. Ooh, I mean, yeah. it is phenomenal. We found that out last week. It That's, is fresh. Uh, and real it is, deal Holyfield there. It's fresh, and it's phenomenal. I don't know where. they got. It's fresh, 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 fresh. Uh, before we break, here's my test club question, Derek, and today I'm going to have some levity to this, and we could – Get deep in there. What are you going to sign? What do you think the Vikings are doing? What do you... No. Open up the fridge 11 minutes ago at our studios, and I found a, a Mr. Pib. Yeah. And my question today is what soda haven't you had in ages that brings you back to a simpler time? Hmm. What soda, or pop as they say up north here, what soda... Have you had, or haven't you had in a long time, that would bring you back to a, a simpler time, maybe the childhood or whatnot? And to me, I haven't had pib since, I'm not sure, but it's in our fridge, and now it's in my cup. <laughs> it brought me back to, like, the Little League Diamonds in Williston hmm. on, on Field 2, where they used to serve the concessions So up you there. had nothing against it, so you don't look at it as right. the, I didn't go the redheaded stepchild no. to Dr. Pepper like a <laughs> no. lot of people do. A right? lot of people did do that, uh-huh. didn't they? Yeah, no. Uh, Mr. Pep, that would be one that would bring me back years ago because I just haven't had it in so long. So it's a soda. Or, and adding on that, what candy, what food beverage, food, candy that you, that you haven't had in a while that brings you back to a simpler time, maybe uh-huh. a childhood. Candy and a soda. That's odd. Jack Michaels asked a snack question. <laughs> yeah, quick timeout. We'll come back. Todd Rowe coming up. Because I've got my candy, Derek, and it's still readily available at most places, including our friends over at Sweet Dreams. 
Uh, quick timeout. Text us in 35270. Lots to get to today on a Wednesday edition. Jack Michael Show with Derek Hansen on 740 The Fan. Seven forty, the fan KNFL. Jack Michael Show. Derek Hansen. Is it just me? I remember, and maybe, and you can chime in. Then we'll get into our test club because Derek, if there's a, and by the way, it's Wednesday. So on our text club question today, thirty-one points per accepted answer. Do you, do, I'd imagine to be. I said I'm drinking a Mr. Pib. I didn't even realize they that was around anymore. It's in our fridge. Having it remind me of childhood. Remind me of years ago. I said, "What soda and what candy takes you back to a simpler time?" Yeah, I got. We had a few here, and this was mine. Someone put in Dad's root beer, and and that was my my favorite. It was always in a glass bottle. Yes, Dad's root beer is really good. Um, another person says, "Bubble up." What's bubble up? Uh, it's just kind of a poor man's Seven Up. I remember to... Bubble Up. Yeah. A Sun Drop. Oh. Pepsi Free. Remember that? Caffeine Free. <laughs> Pepsi Free was a big deal for a while. If you want to pay, son, you're going to have to pay for it. Remember oh, Back yeah. to the Future was yeah. the line? That's right. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Now, now that is well, irrelevant. Get, yeah. Just give me a tab. I can't give you a tab until you order something. Right. Yeah. Uh, Derek and Jack, Strawberry Crush Pop was an awesome treat with a Marathon Candy Bar. Marathon Candy <laughs> Interesting. Mix. Here was my candy. Here's my other one. We we were a big RC Cola family. Oh yeah, I I like RC Cola for sure. And I would it's very walk, underrated. I it think. is underrated. And then I would walk to Walt's Market, past the cemetery, to Walt's Market, and grab a uh, Fun Dip package of Fun Dip. Eat the sticks. So there's our our hard hitting question uh, of today. We're taking a little uh, take a little step back today on the show on that. We also, I think a case of soda went for about a dollar fifty two. Yeah, a little different animal there. Mom would put it in the garage, and I'd go ahead and say, hey, man, do we have any soda? Do we have any pop? And she'd go, oh, it's in the garage. And then out in the garage would just be cola. <laughs> be the generic brand, which, which wasn't bad. We've had a couple Rondos come in. Have you ever heard of Rondos? that? I, I don't Rondo. know that one. Rondo. It, of a soda or a, can, or a candy? Rajon Rondo. I don't know. <laughs> Rajon Rondo. I've never heard of Rondo. Someone's going to have to help me out on that one. Uh, someone says candy umpas, peanut butter M and M's before peanut butter M and M's was in. Was that like a poor man's Boston baked bean type uh, or bean? Remember the box of uh, I, I could be. No? Uh, someone says Rondo was a lemonade soda. So before Minute Maid, before yeah. Country Time, remember Country Time was it was a thing? Oh, for sure, Huge. it still is. I mean, that's pretty, is it. You it's can good. get a, like a. It's a good uh, kind of uh, low sugar. I, I do like that. Yeah, the lemonade that you can get. Uh two three seven thirty seven sixty seven triple eight four five eight six nine two six. I'm about to step into a little conversation here because you know, we're in the upper Midwest. You know, we're not it's not like we're in New York, not like we're in Los Angeles or Houston. So if someone down the block uh signed a major league contract, uh and you were there going, Oh, good for him. Uh, in in North Dakota, South Dakota, certainly parts of less populated Minnesota it opened our eyes when somebody we knew uh, elevated to a status of MLB or got drafted or played in the NFL. And I'm about to get to a point, Derek, where you know what? Not an anymore. <laughs> it's almost expected. Yeah. Bobby Babbage named, you know, Bobby Bobby's path 
Tremendous. Congratulations to Bobby and Lacey and their family, and, and uh, he's the new D, uh, D coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, and he's put some time in. But it's incredible looking back at going, hey, you know, I remember Bobby when he was a high school kid, you know, know. doing games with Bob. And and they said, good for him, but I was going to get into that. But let's get to the phone lines first and yeah, get you involved. Jim with us. Hello, James. Jim. How are you doing today? Doing well, bud. What's up? Okay, I got two pops. I know I'm older than you guys are. I, How about I, when, I, when I drank when I was young, and I loved it, Nesbitt's Orange. Mm, I don't know if I remember <laughs> no, that. He's on to something. <laughs> That's right. I, I was an Orange Crush guy and the Broncos and all that. And, you know, yeah, all that, that was right. before that. It was before and the Great Crush is good, too. Hires. Remember root beer? Yeah, a little more foamy, wasn't it? Or a little more full of a, it, it, little, it, it was more root beerish. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that, Derek. You remember that? Or I don't. I've no. got a couple years on you. Jim says he's yeah. got a couple years on both of us. Hmm. Well, Jim, thanks for that. Thanks I, for the call. I, that's, look- no, that's well, no, that was the question. Jim gets thirty-one yeah, points, by the way. Uh, thank you, Jim, for the call. The uh, yeah, what what soda? It is so funny how we get these texts like back to back, and this is the same one. Kickapoo Joy Juice. It was replaced by Mountain Dew, and then someone texted right after that. Kickapoo Joy Juice is now Mountain Dew Seven Up type of soda. So it's kind of a mixture of those. Kickapoo. I've never heard of that before. Have you? That's a song by Tenacious D. Oh, maybe that's maybe what it could be. Uh, Derek and Jack, oh, our yeah. good friend Andrew from uh, Detroit Lakes, checks in. Drew. Uh, yeah, he was at uh, my remote at Outlet Rec a couple oh, of Fridays ago. Fantastic. A Tunisian treat soda with a nut goodie. Grandpa's special treat for me. I love that. That's putting the memory right in there. Yeah, Kickaboo Joy Juice. It, 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 yeah, that's right. I, yeah, they're right. I, I don't remember that. Bottling. You remember the bottling? It, it, it's it, it, uh, kind of a thin uh, bottle, kind of a citrusy um, yeah. citrusy drink. Yeah. Uh, Surge. I remember the Surge. I never was a big fan of it, but I remember Surge Soda. Sprite Remix, I don't remember. Don't remember. That brings you back to your youth, huh? Oh. Pepsi Twist. Yeah, they put a little lemon in the Diet Pepsi, I think. Boy, was I really out. I, I must have been really cornered. Like, you remember the up. soda White Lightning? I, I remember Jolt. Yeah, I remember Jolt, too. But uh, no, so White I, Lightning. I like the like the uh, the question. on You heard my candy. I know you were on the phone there for a second, but uh, my candy, plain and simple, is Fun Dip. I would I would walk oh, miles. Heavens, yeah. I would walk miles for. I fun. got a diabetic coma thinking about how I used to. <laughs> and I think I like the stick more than the actual well, dip. You and know? then you know what that company did? Put two sticks in there because just yeah. what you said <laughs> on that. But Derek, I mean, there is enough sugar consumption oh, there. I just just oh my diabetics waiting to happen. You know on that. On that. Uh, but to Bobby Babbage, Derek, are you with me on this? Think about this. How many coordinator jobs or defensive coordinator jobs are there in the NFL? 32. Many, right? How many number one quarterbacks are there in the NFL? We had, in in fact, I think one of these weekends, we had three, potentially three, uh, NDSU quarterbacks that would have been starting games in the National Football League. And my point being, it just, I'm not, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, surprise me anymore. So Bobby getting named the defensive coordinator after his years in the corners and, and safeties coach and worked with the linebackers and elevates to a D.C. You're one step away from a head coach, if you want to look at it that way. I think it's incredible. I think it's incredible. And, it you know, the point just being is that I, I don't know who, like, the first person, like, the first person that 
that uh, that got to another level from your area or community that, that you were like, wow, and in awe of? Um, as much as Phil Jackson's from my hometown, I wasn't really around to understand that. It was fun to kind of break, but it wasn't like I knew Phil right. growing up. So, I mean, yeah, I'm in awe looking back in hindsight saying, oh, he's from my neck of the woods, you know, da-da-da-da-da. You know, Virgil, I think, was my, you know, my, my dear friend and, and classmate and when he went on and had success in boxing and was winning light heavyweight championships of the world, that was to me like, wow. You know, when he was fighting in the and, and, and got robbed of a gold medal and <laughs> the silver in the Olympics in 84, I thought, well, that was – but that was kind of my first yeah. little like, wow, how about that? I think the only time I – you know, this is not sports-related, Jack, but for me it was when I would see Ed with one of my best friends behind the scenes on MSNBC, mm. <laughs> Ed Schultz. Right. I mean, that, you know, I mean, th- things like that, though, right? I mean, right. Going somebody like, you know that's well, he's well, on like primetime yeah. television. Uh, crowd. Yeah, right. And, but I think we're kind of we kind of for you and I, and you especially, you're closer to am I, yeah. but. Seeing Chris Coast at the plate. That's another. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just in the World Series. Uh, that still is like. Did yeah, that really that's happen? A wide, yeah, that's a why not. Chris Coast uh, texted me one time. I was coming back from church. He goes, threw out Coco Chris from my knees last night. And I was like, that text alone, I went, wow. Yeah, right. That's an odd yeah. day. That's an odd day. There you go. I'm like, good. Congratulations. That's uh-huh. fantastic. 237-3767 or 888-458-6926. Have we missed one of the I don't know. classic I, I sodas so. that, that, that brought us back to our childhood? And Our friend Eric, who better known as E.T., is uh, helping us out E.T., here. E.T., bring it to us today on the show. What's up, Eric? Uh, well, I got to go way back. Jack, I love this. I got to go back to the 1980s, uh, back in the 1900s. Uh, we were in Kansas City for the National FFA Convention, and we stopped at a mall, and they had, like, a local soda thing. They had these local soda, and it was Dr. Brown. And they had, like, your your black cherry. They had your orange. They had your uh, root beer and your cola. But they also had one that was flavored like celery. Celery? I'm not oh. kidding. Oh. Celery. Oh, you did. On purpose? Can. I have the can at home. Because I bought one, and it, 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 you know, it was like a Seven Up type thing. And guess what it tasted like? Um, Did it? Other than crap, it tasted like <laughs> celery. I mean, it tasted like celery. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> it's odd that that was weird. Yeah. Eric, it's really. I've stra- heard of cucumber water it, before, but yeah, celery. It's really strange that didn't catch on across yeah. the uh, the yeah. country. Across the country. Also, I sent I sent the one in about the. The Oompas, that was a Willy Wonka's thing, and they were they were kind of they were literally like peanut butter M and M's. They were just a little. I got it like, now. Bigger. You're right and bigger, right? Yep, yep. And they were fantastic. I got it, Derek. He's right. Yeah, it took me a while to, to catch up on that that snack, but he's yeah. exactly right. And they were they were actually really kind of good. I'm sure, the Cadbury people yeah. probably thought, hmm, we could make eggs out of uh, little smaller eggs out of this Oompa. <laughs> Salary, Doctor Brown's. Dr. Brown? Cell Ray. Yep, spell it was C E L dash R A Y. Cell Ray soda. Oh yeah. I've got like I said, I got the can. If you need proof, I'll I will bring it. I think uh, we should sit down and all take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose? Not, not after Thirty-five years. I don't. Think. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Eric. Good to have you. I'll on have the that show. with my Wheaties Thanks, box from nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, right. <laughs> See how that goes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, quick time, uh, Todd Road coming up. Maybe they'll sell that at the Central Plains uh, tournament. Uh, sell Ray.
Derek, try it. Try it. What would could, would you like to have your own soda? I mean, Harmon Killebrew got the that got the Killebrew. You yeah, know, Paul got, texted in with that. He got the Killebrew root beer for sure. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff on that. I doubt I'm drinking sour. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't go near. And we do carrot juice, but that's you know. Let's not get that. So beverages, soda or pop, if you will, that, that take you back to your childhood, and candy that takes you back. I love our text question today. That sounded selfish to say that, but I kind of liked our text question. Dodd Road coming up next. Yeah, big things coming. West Fargo and the region. Uh, economic impact. A lot of different things. That's next on the Jack Michael Show with D on 740 The Fan. Seven forty. The Fan, K NFL. Derek and I were just chatting, you know, not about Bobby Babbage, defensive coordinator. We can go through all the athletes and you're in awe of this and this was happening, this. I'll tell you another thing that, that I was in awe of when I realized that, like, the Fargo Legion, the Legion, American Legion World Series was in, in Fargo. My dad, you know, we lost out in 83. I had to be, you know, the old story here, Derek. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't. They, they Fargo post two beat, uh, you know, us and Williston there. And then they went on, lost to Dinah. Dinah went on and won the World Series. And my dad... Uh, it was because uh, the state tournament was in Fargo and back to Williston, but the World Series was in uh, Jack Williams Stadium at that time. And Dad and I uh, drove back to Fargo to watch the World Series. And Barry Bonds' brother played in that, and Cheeto Martinez. There are a lot of great athletes. So it was a great experience. So you and I were in the that same building and had no idea. And didn't know and didn't know each other. I remember was the young. G- remember the guy on the outside of the fence who kept on yelling Minnesota. Do <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, remember that? Yeah. He was just loud as heck. He was in the, like the trees <laughs> behind center field, yeah. yelling that up yeah. right across the right next to the Red River. That's, uh, that's so you remember it. that too? Oh, that's <laughs> yes, it was. And, and we had great seats for that. I, I was probably that. sitting right by you Unbelievable. for Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's a small world. Point being, Derek, and now we have some of these tournaments that are happening in our backyard, and, and, it's, and it's huge. And West Fargo is is one of those coming up, and they, they should be excited. I know they are. And Todd Rowe joining us to tell us more, because even though this the event is coming up in a few months away, it's going to be on you before you know it. And we're talking about the Central Plains, and this is a huge Huge thing, too, and big things are happening there in West Fargo for baseball. And, Todd, I know we got a couple of minutes today to, to, to kind of throw it on. How are you doing, Todd? How's, how's, how are things going on a Wednesday? Hey, Jack and Derek, doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. It is a, it's a big deal to secure, whether it be a Legion or World Series or a Central Plain. This is a big deal to get a, a, a regional tournament, right? Oh, it is. You know, a lot of work went into it. And, you know, I got to shout out to our kind of the head of our Legion out of Bismarck, Russ Krosis, uh, very instrumental in helping us. and. And obviously, you know, we have it coming in August 7th through the 11th and 24, and then Fargo Post uh, 400 gets it in 2025. So it's going to be in our area for two consecutive years, and uh, a lot of work went into it. But, you know, the kids are going to have a great experience, and we're going to get to showcase, you know, not only our facilities, but, you know, the town of West Fargo and Fargo. When you're planning things like this, okay, we need this, let's add this, let's, uh, here's this, and all that. What, what are, I know what the impact it does to a community, so get ready uh, in the area. But where, where are you? In the, are you in the first inning of that uh, planning? Are you halfway through it? Uh, where, where are you sitting today, Todd, ready for the yeah, tournament? I would, I would say, you know, we're coming down, uh, we're bringing in the relievers. You know, nowadays, you know, starters <laughs> only last six innings, so, you know, we're lucky, so. We're kind of we kind of give the old bullpen sign to the the right hander to come in, and you know a lot of work went into the motel side, which you know we have very good support, and then you know our our community supports you know all of our athletics so well, so that that's helped a lot, and you know really a big thing is uh, is busing, and 
we had the opportunity to reach out to a busing company in town here and did a great job helping us out and that was very instrumental in us, uh, you know, getting the Central Plains for the next two years. We'll have time as we inch forward to, to tell that, let folks know how they get a hold of tickets and tournament tickets and the whole thing on that. So we'll have to have some time for that. But uh, just to know the Central Plains is coming, West Fargo. Yeah. I heard a little birdie tell me the other day about a, uh, a new hitting performance facility coming to West Fargo. Do you care to elaborate, or is that is that not no, out of the no, bag yet? I'd love to. Jack, uh, the press release kind of came out yesterday, and uh, we're proud to announce we partnered with, you know, great partners with uh, Shields, and uh, they'll be groundbreaking here right after the Central Plains is done. The day, day after, we'll stick a shovel in the ground, and uh, and it'll be the, you know, the Shields hitting facility, the Shields Performance Center is what it's going to be called, um, and the, our friends over Karin and Jason over at Shields and their whole staff. Uh, you know, we, we've been working with them along with some, you know, architects and all of that stuff. So there are some pictures on our website, at, you know, westfargobaseball.com. And, you know, we've got some tweets and things out. But it's just going to be a, you know, game changer for, for baseball in West Fargo. Um, it is a uh, indoor hitting facility that's going to have a full turf area of 125 by 125. Um, so we'll be able to take full infields and then there'll be cages and stuff adjacent to that. And, kind of a cool feature you'll you'll walk right out of it kind of where the locker rooms and stuff may be right on the left field of young field so it's really ties in nice um we got some really nice park district land from west fargo park district um that's adjacent to young that this will be basically attached to so a lot of really cool things that we've been working on and uh you know, it's set to open in uh, May of 2025. So that is great news. Right that, around the corner. That's great news. Todd Rowe joining us. A couple of minutes remaining. That That's that's good news. And, you know, Derek and I, before you came on, Todd, we were asking, you know, talking about when you were in awe of someone from your neighborhood that maybe, you know, signed or drafted. And, wow, you know, that's good. And now it just seems like it, it's happening more to our, you know, we don't have a lot of people in the state of North Dakota or even in west central Minnesota or parts of South Dakota. But it's it's reasons like that. It's the community support, like those folks in West Fargo, Todd, you're talking about, that get those tournaments. It's like that that combination platter with Shields to get these facilities. I mean, my goodness, a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting in a, at a North basketball game, and uh, and Maddie and Maddie Strom's uh, parents were there with friends, friends of mine, the Dashes, and I thought. Yeah, Matson. Matson. not just in Major League Baseball. He's an impact player in Major League Baseball, and and we should, I guess, still be an odd Todd. But for some reason, it's like, yeah, of course he is, right? You know, yeah. Yeah, it, it's just crazy. You know, he's going to have you know coming on nine years in Major League Baseball, which is just unbelievable. You know, on his next when his contract ends, so it's you know he's been like you said, not just in it. So you know, we've had Matt that have you know we all got to watch in the playoffs this last last year and watching him grow up and how hard he worked and, you know, did things the right way. It's, you know, just kind of the, the North Dakota nice and the North Dakota way, as we say. But, you know, you had him and, you know, Andy Young had mm. some stuff. We got Brian Barasa, who's with the Braves right now. That was a West Fargo player. And Kristen Rorich with, you know, the Red Hawks. Right. Numerous uh, different, you know, kids. Caleb Deer just signed with SDSU. And we've got Alex Erlob at Charleston Southern. So, you know, we're getting – North Dakota baseball is getting to be a thing. And, you know, they're coming here and having these type of – you know, places to play and practice and, you know, be seen, you know, it's making a difference. Uh, back in Jack and you and I, you know, back in our day, right, right, um, right. when we were in, you kind of to go with your day, you know, Pop Rocks and uh, Strawberry Shasta for me. Were Pop <laughs> Rocks and Strawberry <laughs> Shasta. Yeah, so, How about Todd Rowe coming in and nailing that? Around, uh, yeah, Derek and I have been around a long time and known each other back in the, 
the days of the mall area, but uh, <laughs> really hatch back. But, you know, realistically, you know, the facilities and, you know, just, the, you know, post 400, post two, you know, West Fargo, you know, we're always challenging each other and Fargo Youth Baseball and West Fargo and, you know, challenging in a good way. We're just making things better, you know, and always trying to make it better for the kids. And I think, you know, we got a lot of people doing the right things. And again, you know, with Teals and, and different people like that, it's, they're, they're difference makers. Before we let you go, Todd, to that point, and, and one of the great, I think one of the nicest things that, that we're able to do in, in, in the summer when we have time is we go out and we broadcast Little League games. We call it Little League Night in America. And it, it's really a... Yep. It's just fun it, to watch nine-year-olds or 10-year-olds or 11, whether it be West Fargo or Moorhead or Fargo, and it's just great. And, and it kind of starts there. I mean, are we still seeing good numbers, Todd? And you could speak to West Fargo. Is, 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 the, is the want there? Is the fun there? Is, is the pro, are they building? Where are we sitting right now in baseball? Yeah, it's, it, we continue to see growth every, every, every year. Um, we have, uh, you know, we encompass our, our board is encompasses ages five through 18. So we get to see them from the beginning to the end, which is really cool. And, you know, we're over a thousand kids now. So when I started with this about 20 some years ago with Ben Potter and the Mike Nelson's of the world, you know, I think we're at like 250. So baseball is growing. They're seeing the success and the opportunities these kids have. And Jack, we'd love to have you. I don't know if you know or not, but we have over uh, north of Young Field, and we have a Sentia Health Field and Seals Field in our Sentia Health uh, Complex. And we have two turf fields that, let's call it Replicate Young Field. And it's just created so much excitement for our kids. So they're playing on turf, and mm. they get to come there. And, it, you know, their eyes are just open, and the people are there, and they have the nice scoreboards. And the Park District, you know, do a great job, you know, helping us uh, make that a top-notch. So love to have you come over and broadcast one of our games over there and. uh it's just a great experience for all the kids. I will tell you, Todd, I'm going to put it on my list today, and hopefully we can do that this summer. That, that Without question, that would be fantastic. And, you know, we just get a, I get a kick out of doing that. So, yeah, without question, Todd, uh, we got to put that down and on that. As long as you can, maybe, maybe if you have an extra hot dog you can bring by the booth. Uh, that's, you, you know one thing we're going to do. You, you're going to get fed well, Jeff. I know, uh, I know how to get to you, so that's, that's a good thing. And, and I'm, uh, my real job is selling candy bars, so I think I've got that taken care of. Oh, yeah. oh there you that's, go. That's right. Yeah. I'll tell you another bar, the like the Clark Bar, like a poor man's uh, Butterfinger there, not too bad. Uh, yeah. And Todd mentioned Pop Rocks today on the, on the text club question. That's a winner. That's a winner. Yeah. That's a winner. Maybe, maybe we could go and you know recreate the great chili at the granary when we watched that to see who would win fantasy football in the mall league that we had. I don't know. That'd be pretty How good. How many times did we used to do that, Derek? <laughs> it was so <laughs> ridiculous. Was not real great. I don't think my uh, my win rate was very well, but we always ate well. <laughs> that's for sure. Hey, that's exactly it. Uh, Central Plains Regional uh, that coming up in August. You mentioned the the new hitting performance that you put a shovel in the dirt and 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 Karn and the folks at Shields Karn the the athletic director of Shields U, I call. Uh, good to see that involvement with that. You know what? The more the merrier. The more facilities we have uh, for this, the more places our youth get a chance to go to, honing a, honing a skill, having some fun in something that they love. That's I'm all for that. Todd, if people need more information on, uh, on, on baseball, specifically in West Fargo, maybe even how to sign up or get a child involved or what's going on. Is there, is there one universal spot they can go? Yes. Uh, you know, go on to westfargobaseball.com and you could get all the information you need there. And if you need to talk to someone specifically, there's a phone number on there to reach out and, you know, we can answer. And, you know, we have a, you know, really good program with Moorhead and Fargo where we all use our, 
you know, our base community to run a, you know, nice solid program where the kids, you know, play across town and, you know, get some good experiences. And then, you know, we have, uh, we're using a rusted center currently and, you know, I'm sure we'll continue to do so over the years, but on a Sunday, if you ever came out there, Jack, it's so cool. Uh, we start at 1230 in the afternoon with uh, nine, 10 year olds and end with our, our Legion kids, uh, 17, 18 year olds at, at 930 at night. So there's well over, I think last Sunday, there was over 370 kids on a January on a Sunday mm. playing baseball. You and, just, you know, back in our day, man, uh, we started with a love to, to have that happen. Uh, so it, it's really, it's changed, but you know, they want to be there and they're working hard and, you know more than anybody, baseball is a repetition sport, yep. and to have that opportunities wherever they may be, you know, to get an extra swing or an extra throw or whatever it may be is just, it's game changer. Do you think, and, I, and I'm probably taking more time than, than but Derek, jump in on this too, but Todd, you know how we just got done with a hockey day in Minnesota in War Road, and they, they change the location every year, and it's big, it's hockey, it's Minnesota mm-hmm. State of Hockey. Yep. Do you think a baseball day in North Dakota uh, would be something, Todd, and, and then rotate? Because we are venue rich. I think you would agree with that. My hometown of Williston has a really nice ballpark. I mean, every there's a lot of nice vent. Jack Brown, we can go. What you have in West Fargo, phenomenal. Do you think a baseball day in North Dakota would be uh, something? I think it's there. I mean, you start, you know, you mentioned Matt Strom and, and those people. I mean, it's getting to be an opportunity for kids, you know, to go on beyond high school and go on beyond Legion and, you know, get into college. If it's Mayville State or Valley, if it's Charleston Southern or Neosho or South yeah. Dakota State, I mean, there's just North Dakota State. There's just opportunities for kids to play baseball, and it is just really fun. I'd love to see something like that. Anything we can do to, you know, promote the game of baseball, you know, we're all for it. So any idea you bring to us? We'll uh, get the higher beings. If I wish Jim Pete was still around, oh, I yeah. jump all over it. And I miss having you know talks with him over the years. And Jeff Gould over at 400. And you know we just do a lot of you know coordinating with with each other to make it a better experience for you know all the kids. You know obviously West Fargo we do our thing, and but you know we make each other better. Like I said, so love to see something like that. Great stuff, Todd. Good to hear your voice. I'm sure I'll see you. I'll be behind a mic somewhere. You'll be wearing stripes and, and refereeing and who knows what. And we'll all be, we'll bring Derek and we'll enjoy sh- strawberry shasta and some pop there you rocks. Go. And <laughs> Todd, thanks for the time on a Wednesday. Won't be the last time we chat, buddy. Thanks for jumping on the uh, fan today. Love it. And thanks for having me guys. You got it, Todd Rowe. Derek, I'm serious. I, I don't know if that culminates in a Red Hawks game. You know what I I'm like saying? It. Well, yeah, I like baseball, it for sure. Right? Baseball day. And, Maybe and, have a little Legion game in Enderlin and that little you can bring a small, iconic field. Yeah, uh, small pocket. Yeah, and just rotate. Uh, yeah, exactly. I like it. And we are venue rich. Uh, there, oh, there are just some really good ballparks. Would it work for bat? You could do. Could you do basketball day? I mean, the, maybe it's, eh, we'll see. It's not pretty much a state beat tournament. All <laughs> no, I, well, I guess. Well, yeah. It, I it, guess it, that's it, the way it's always kind of been. Baseball day in North Dakota. Now I'm craving the chili I brought up. I don't know. Yeah, what was that you were talking about the other? Well, so we had the mall league, and Todd and I worked at the mall at the time, and it was you know over thirty five years ago. Yeah, yeah. And so I was, I, I was playing fantasy was football food? before anyone heard it. <laughs> when you were referencing that, how, how much food was in the food court? Well, there was no food court. That's right. So, um, <laughs> which is really weird to think about. Isn't that so odd? we went to the granary, and they had free chili Monday nights. You know, mm-hmm. and it was so good. And it was the first place I learned that. 
You know what's better than crackers with chili is tortilla chips. Tortilla chips. Now, I feel bad for you because you can't have chili. You've never had chili. You've never had salsa. What you're referencing right now is a piece that I will, a a piece of uh, personal history that I will take with me to the end of time when Bruce Thome called me off a radio show on his station, KFGO, and said, I want you to meet me at the granary. Yeah. At the mall. Why? There you go. I got two guys from Canada that I want to hire as the. Manager and pitching coach of the so of this, was still open then of huh? this team called the Red Hawks that we didn't even know yet. Oh, and in that and I said okay, and that, yeah, it was open. I I walked in with Bruce Thome. It was the fall of '95, rainy night, and in that and I walked in that with Bruce, and on the table were two guys I didn't know really didn't know. Uh, one was named Doug Simonick, the other was Jeff Bittiger. and after that night, the Red Hawks had their manager and their pitching coach. Thanks for that little walk down. Well, we might have that. to do, uh, you know. Baseball for, day in, in North Dakota, I think, would yeah. be. And you mentioned entering in some of these fields, Derek. doesn't mean like has to be in West Fargo or at Jack Williams or Offutt Stadium or in Bismarck. Corbett Field in Minot. You can go through the list. There are some great. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, I like it. And just play from more, from 8 o'clock in the morning until night and then capped off by like a Red Hawks game. Yeah, I, I like that idea a lot. I have to get my. Now I'm just hungry. And then another day we got to do a text message club. What kind of restaurant like that do you miss in the uh, happy hours special that they have? You know what? Maybe we can throw that on a Friday. Oh, yeah, two we'll days a week that. in our text club, we, we go put in the bank for some. I'm putting that in the July bag. day that uh, you are sitting in the middle of Gary, Indiana, and you and I are trying to fill an hour. Because we have Wicked Willie's now, which is fantastic, and we yeah. thank his Wicked Wednesday call. There was a restaurant, the one you just brought up. It rhymes with uh, Mippers on yeah. 13th Avenue. That. Yeah. Uh, that, that's no longer here. I would chowder that up. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. The building it's in has gone through like 15 different things. Common Man coming up next. Uh, tonight, Derek, right here on 740 The Fan, we've got Wolves yeah. and oh. Dallas tonight. Uh, lock it in and rip the knob off Hennessy and Hawkins, our, our brother station, 790 K. Gage Osmus. Hockey oh, really? Fans. Yeah, pretty good guest tonight. Fantastic. Stick around. Common Man is next on 740 The Fan, KNFL.